so my parents got divorced when I was four because he he has these conservative Lutheran parents and he he was homosexual he was always homosexual but he married my mom to please them and we I remember mom explaining this to me when I was four like and we were driving to Nebraska you know escape route and I remember the whole conversation and it was like I remember trying to like I, I remember understanding that my mom was panicking and feeling like I needed to like have a plum for her so I remember being really interested you know like and just kind of asking more questions because I could tell it it calmed her to just try to like for me to just try to figure out what what was going on but I guess the weird thing that happened was I wasn't really I liked seeing him when I was four or five six but I wasn't really sad when he wasn't around and never experienced the feeling of loss and I I never really I like I'm sure that this is just me like the way that I explained it to myself growing up but he was more like a guy living in our house when even when we were in Kansas City than than a person you know that tried to act as a father to me even when we were in the same house so I don't know that maybe that eased the separation and I think you know really when I wanted to spend time around him it was more because I was living in Podunk Nebraska and he was the only source for things like synthesizers and theoretical physics and music classical music I was the only classical pianist that I took it seriously that I knew until 11th grade like 11th grade was the first time I met some or 10th grade was the first time I met somebody else who was like really into it and playing piano concertos and stuff and, or playing you know even concertos so I think for me it was I saw him as kind of a cultural outlet you know somebody he was more he knew more about the world than most of the people that I had met uh, or that was the perception I had so I didn't really know him that that much by the time I was four. I got to know him better through his gifts, like his birthday gifts. He gave me lots of CDs. When, when I was in fourth grade, he gave me, you know, like 30 or 40 classical CDs, and uh, like classical music CDs. And so that, like, kind of started my interest in classical music. I didn't... I don't know whether it was, you know, because of the CDs or whether it was because of him, but I started listening to those a lot, and um, that's actually one of the things that really helped, like, propel my interest in music from, you know, being somebody who just took lessons to somebody who wanted to, like, play piano concertos. He would also send me books, um, books that were entirely, not, not entirely inappropriate for a fifth grader, but kind of uh, not not really the, the sort of thing that somebody who knew what kids would you know were like would would send he would send me uh, like when I was in fifth grade he sent me hyperspace by Michio Kaku like a 
guide of you know, layman's guide to hyperdimensional physics and like go to Lesher Bach and like all these kind of mad science geek geek out books. And you know, just like the CDs, I totally fell in love with those. And I don't really and to this day, you know, I can't honestly say, you know, to me it seems like, oh, I was just interested in those things and we must have that in common, but I can't really, I can't really say, you know, whether it was like I became interested in those things because of those books or the other way around. You know, I had interest in math and science and music all before those things too, so if anything, it, it just kind of reinforced the things I was already interested in, but let's see, he sent me a few other books too. Oh yeah, he sent me a, uh, like a book of Doonesbury comics, like, as a fifth grader, you know, like, just really not age-appropriate. <laughs> I mean, not, not inappropriate, just like, it, they made no sense to me at all, they, they were totally not funny. He came back, like, you know, every, he drove up, like, every three months or so but I don't really remember too much from that era in general like I remember you know certain events but um, it's hard for me to really know how much he came up it wasn't that often though and it became less frequent you know as time went on and eventually he took a you know he he worked for a corporation and took like a manager position in California and then I never saw him and he escaped we never really talked on the phone I mean I, I guess I do remember talking on the phone a few times but I, rem I also remember feeling like it was weird that I was talking on the phone to him I didn't understand why my mom would like make me talk on the phone to him I guess I felt like you know it, it, yeah, like he was a stranger and I wouldn't like I felt like I had to tell him all these things about my life and he would ask me all these things about my life and my mom would sit there and be like tell him more things about your life and I remember feeling like it was all kind of a theater a theater of intimacy like I don't remember really feeling like I needed to tell him a lot about my life. And that's been true every time I've talked to him since then, too. Then, like, even though he didn't... Even though, like, I didn't feel separation anxiety from him, I... My behavior changed a lot after we moved to Nebraska... I entered kindergarten early, I entered kindergarten, like, right as a, as somebody who had just turned four, and I got in a lot of fights, like, I was, I had a lot of anger, well, that's, that's the way my mom says it, I don't remember having a lot of anger, but I do remember the fights, I mean, even on the first day of school, I, you know, like, punched a kid, I mean, there was this kid that was, like, standing out of place in line and I he had my place and I argued with him and and then I punched him <laughs> right in the jaw <laughs> um and you know like another time I had a like a play buddy over and 
we had this, we lived in my great-grandparents' acreage in this tiny town of 400 people. So anyway, there's a big acreage, and I had a friend come over, you know, one time, and and he, I don't, I can't remember what he wanted. He wanted something from me, and in order to get it from me, he like threatened to break my favorite stick. And so I threw a brick at a brick at him. There were there were bricks around, and like I really hurt him. Like I think I hit him right in the shoulder. <laughs> And I brought knives to school, and I wrote, like, little death threats to the principal, and and with pictures of me shooting him, you know, like... So my, you know, the school made my mom, or made, they made me pull out of school, and, um, you know, especially, I was like, this was, I guess the, the behavior problems continued even after I took a year off from school, like... I was only in school, like, probably until January or so, and then it was clear to them that I was not ready for classroom behavior, and, uh, and that's when I took up piano, actually. My grandparents paid for it, and it was, like, meant to be kind of something for me to do instead of school, and for whatever reason, I really took to it, 